the NFL media has just become so cookie cutter. There's literally no such thing as a novel idea anymore. When I hear these motherfuckers talk, all I hear is blah, blah, blah. Okay, welcome into the Thanksgiving edition of the FU Football Podcast. We're going to go over the Thanksgiving triple header starting at 9.30 in the morning, uh, going until, I believe, 5.20 at night. So it's going to be a, a great day, the best holiday of the year, in my opinion. Um, just excellent day, excellent time, hopefully, with family, um, friends, great food, and uh, what what better way to share all that and the nice cold weather than watching some football games. So uh, let's just jump right into this one. It is 1130 at night, Wednesday night. So just trying to get this uh, show on the road here, get the picks out. So without further ado, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. So the first game on the slate is the Bills traveling to Detroit to play the Lions. Nine and a half point spread there in favor of the Bills. And they're going to cover that no problem. And this is why. Um, first of all, yeah, the Lions are coming off a three-game win streak, but that's against pretty weak opposition. The Bills' pass rush is really good. I mean, I talk shit about the Bills a lot because I think they're an overrated team, but at the same time, I think when it comes down to betting, I think you have to really look at, okay, so you've got a good team, which you can't deny as much as I think the Bills are overrated. They are a good team going up against a shit team in the Lions. And so as much as I like what the Lions are doing right now, you know, their offensive line is injured. They're likely going to be without two of their uh, original five starters on the offensive line. And that's a huge deal going up against this pass pass rush by the Bills. Um, They, the Bills blitz less than anybody in the NFL. So they use a four-man rush most often, and they have the highest pressure percentage in the NFL. So you pair that with the banged up Lions offensive line, um, you know, a pass game that's okay. You know, it has its moments, but not, not crazy. And that's a recipe for disaster for the Lions. And then you go ahead and do the other side of the ball. You know, the Lions have one of the worst defenses in the league, despite the fact they've been playing okay the last few weeks. They haven't played good offenses these bills, as you saw last week against the Browns, I mean, they can just really light people up. And I like the way they match up against these Lions this week. Uh, my only worry, my only real concern about this game, and I don't ever think one player is enough to create that concern, but it's worth noting. The only reason I feel like the Lions would cover this would be um, rookie wide receiver Jamison Williams playing this week, which apparently he's supposed to do. And if he just hits the ground running. Now, I find it hard to believe he will. Um, apparently, he can really blow the top off the defense. He's really fast, great hands, blah, blah, blah. But he has not played an NFL snap, not even in the preseason, nothing. So we'll see. We'll see if he's got the chemistry with Goff yet. But, you know, even though the Bills secondary is kind of banged up, I would imagine if they can get pressure on Goff, he usually can't handle it too, too well. Um, I like him. I like the Lions. I like what they're doing. But this is just an example of a really good team versus a really bad team. And uh, I think it might stay kind of close for a while, at least half the game, maybe even three quarters. But I know by 
like halfway through the third quarter, into the fourth quarter, I know the Bills are going to really start pulling the way. And um, unfortunately for the Lions, that's kind of the way that Thanksgiving seemed to go. But uh, anyways, can't can't deny that one. So uh, Bills minus nine and a half over the Lions. I think that one's pretty easy, barring a huge Jamison Williams breakout. Okay, and game two on the slate. We've got the Cowboys playing at home against the Giants. Cowboys are 10-point favorites. And here's the deal. So at first glance, if you look at these teams' numbers defensively, they look pretty similar. They both have a really low completion percentage allowed. Um, Both of them allow about the same yards per carry in the run game. But if you dive into it a little bit deeper, the Cowboys which I'm just going to say right now anyways, without even going into numbers, Cowboys are far, far, far better team. Um, They're one of probably only three teams I think have a shot to make it uh, to the Super Bowl in the NFC. But, um, you know, the difference between the Cowboys and the Giants defensively is this. While New York has really good surface numbers, if you really dive deep into it, they actually allow one of the highest first down percentages for run and pass defense. And so you compare that to the Cowboys, who are almost exactly the opposite. Um, they have the same upfront numbers as the Giants do, but if you dive deep, they actually allow one of the lowest completion percentages. Um, oh, I'm sorry. They, they allow the same completion percentages as the Giants, but the difference is the first down percentage allowed is, is far, far less. And so all that taking into consideration, the Giants are pretty banged up on the offensive line, and their line wasn't good as it was, and now they're really getting low. Uh, Daniel Bellinger's out, who hasn't been a star at tight end, but it's another blocker, another guy that Daniel Jones likes to get the ball to once in a while. And and you look how thin they're getting in the receiving core, and so as long as the as long as the Cowboys cannot be a total mess against the run, which that's, that is their kryptonite, um, but it is for the Giants as well. As long as they're not a total mess against the run, they should be able to zero in on that, keep Saquon Barkley contained, and rely on their heavy pass rush because it is the best in the NFL, going up against one of the most fumble-prone quarterbacks probably in NFL history in Daniel Jones with nobody to throw to. Um and Cowboys are one of the best coverage teams in the NFL. This should not be a difficult game at all. Uh, The Cowboys almost covered this spread with Cooper Rush as the quarterback, and that was playing in New York. I think these two teams are obviously going in different directions, and honestly, if you want a bold take, I would not be surprised looking at the remaining Giants schedule. I would not be surprised if they didn't win another game this year. Yeah, I know they're 7-3, and And I I know they've beat some good teams, but at the same time, I think they've had a lot of luck fall in their favor. Um, And and moving forward, they're not going to be able to handle the good teams. I just don't see it happening. Now there's tape on them. I think teams are better able to adjust to what the Giants do bring to the table, which is honestly great coaching, a great utilization of the little bit of talent they have there. And you got to hand it to the coach. Um, Really impressed, but at the same time now, I think this part of the season, I think they're going to start really getting wrecked by good teams. So I think this one's probably the easiest call of the whole day. This would be if I had to do a a lock of the three day uh, the three games here, I would say this one would be my lock. 
Cowboys minus 10 over the Giants. And last but not least, we've got the night game, uh, 5.20 p.m. Patriots traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings. And so I always hate when I'm, you know, betting on a team who just came off a good win, or at least a win, versus a team that came off an embarrassing loss. And I'm taking the Patriots here plus two and a half over the Vikings. And it kind of scares me. But at the same time, if you really think about it, you know, those, those are just superstitions. Those are just weird little feelings. But the facts are the facts here. First and foremost, as much as I try to avoid this situation, as much as I try to make myself not admit it, prime time Kirk Cousins is not good. We all know this. He's just terrible. And I've believed in him I don't know how many times, and he's always let me down. And so you take him in the spotlight going up against probably, in my opinion, a top five defense in the NFL. Yeah, they might not grade that way necessarily through PFF, but if you break down each defensive metric, they, the Patriots, allow one of the lowest completion percentages allowed in the NFL. Um, they have the second most sacks in the league. A very, very low first down percentage on run and pass. And, yeah, they don't have a great offense. But the Vikings are actually terrible in coverage. They're banged up at corner. They give up a high first down percentage against the pass. And... If the Patriots could just be mediocre, if they could just be average on offense, with their shutdown corners they have on defense, the pressure they can get, you know, Christian Derrissaw's out, most likely, um, for the Vikings, after a concussion. And so you get Kirk Cousins under pressure, great coverage by the Patriots, and the pressure they can bring. It's just going to be too much for this Vikings team. I know everybody wants to think they're going to bounce back after a bad loss, because a lot of teams usually do. But this Patriots team is very well coached. They have a coach who's battle-tested in the league, obviously, and Bill Belichick. He knows how to eliminate the op uh, opposing team's best player, which is Justin Jefferson. And so if they take him out of the game, let's just say, yeah, they've got Dalvin Cook. The Patriots are average against the run. Um, but other than that, I mean, what do they have? Adam Thielen? Hawkinson? I mean, I'm not ready to buy into that. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't love it, but at the same time, the more you think about it, look at the numbers, it's just the way it is. And and maybe the Patriots' competition this year hasn't been that great, and maybe that's why their numbers look a little bit better than they really are. But at the same time, you got to factor in the, the point that Kirk Cousins is playing under the bright lights. The Patriots, you know, regardless of who they played, every team they played is an NFL team, and and they all have talented players. And so the fact that they've been able to consistently shut teams down, they've allowed, I think I think they're in the top five in points allowed in the entire league. And the Vikings just situationally are not good defensively. They have their moments. They grade out well. But when it comes down to it, you know, they have a point differential this year of minus two. I know everybody's talking about that. And so to be eight and two and to be in that situation, I think it shows a lot about this team. And I still like Minnesota. I like a lot of the things they bring to the table. But at the same time, 
You take a team like that versus a a well-coached, very experienced um, staff there in New England. I got to give them the points. Even though it is in Minnesota, I'm going to take the Patriots here, plus two and a half. Basically, you know, what they're saying is if this game wasn't in Minnesota, it would be even money. And so that tells me a lot about where Vegas thinks this is, and I think for once they're right. So I'm going to take Patriots plus two and a half over the Vikings. I really like all these picks. I guess if I had to say one that I'm most worried about would be the Bills and the Lions, but I just feel really good about every single one of these picks. Um, so hopefully I am correct. We're going to start this week off right. Hopefully I'm usually terrible on Thursday games. And so maybe now the fact there's three of them in the same day, maybe I'm going to do a little bit better. So let's hope we go three for three. Hopefully everybody has a great week, a uh, great Thanksgiving. Enjoy family, friends, food, whatever you want to do. But uh, let's get these games going here. Can't wait. 9.30 in the morning is when they start all day long. Everybody enjoy. Enjoy.